0: hey people welcome back to one more new episode in salesforce cast podcast and let us get started in this episode we'll try to understand or we'll be looking at some of the most frequently asked questions by people who want to either learn salesforce.com or who already got their feet wet in salesforce platform but then finding it hard or struggling to make a career on Salesforce and all these questions are pool via the emails that I receive or Facebook and LinkedIn messages that I receive and etc. And if you're here thinking that this is going to be an all technical episode, like how my other episodes are, then let me tell you beforehand that this episode will be focusing upon softer aspects rather than focusing on the technical aspects. So let us dive in. So one of the most frequently asked questions is, People tell me that they are from non-programming or non-IT background and they often ask me, will they be able to get a job in Salesforce though they don't have any prior programming experience. And my answer to all the questions which summarizes to the same thing is, programming has got nothing to do with your electives in your engineering or in your high school. For that matter, I have been programming since 10 years and all the good programmers that I know of Computers is not their elective in engineering or high school. Let me give you an example and probably you'll get a better hang of it. You can go and check out for someone called Ali Abdal in YouTube. He is a YouTuber and he has got his own channel. And this guy is a junior doctor in Cambridge. And he also builds Node.js apps. If you look at his background, this guy has got nothing to do with computers in his high school. But then he builds good Node.js apps. Also, I believe that programming is nothing but logical thinking. And I also strongly believe that all of us will have some sort of logical thinking within us. Let me give you an example and things will start shaping up. Assume that you make 1000 bucks per month and your expenditure is 200 bucks per month. So the problem is what you spend is more than what you make. And the solution is you need to get down your expenses less than that of what you make. That is a solution. And the approach that we take is maybe if I'm you, what I would like to do is I'll try to jot down all the expenses that incur in a month and I'll try to categorize them into four buckets, priority one bucket, priority two bucket, priority three and four buckets. So I'll try to put all the expenses based on the priority and I'm sure that all the expenses which fall under priority one and priority two buckets cannot be tinkered with. Whereas the expenses that fall into priority three and priority four buckets, there will be a fair possibility wherein. We can squeeze some expenses there and I'll make sure that my expenditure is somewhere close to 1000 or maybe 900 and I'll make sure that I also have a saving of $100 if it is possible. So this is basic logic and all of us are smart enough to figure out this logic and to put this logic into action, we need some sort of programming language. It can be C, C++, Java, anything. So I believe that programming language is just a tool. And what we actually need to build things is logic. If you ask me, what I think happens here is people usually feed their brain with the thought that they're not good with programming. They say this thing again and again. And eventually what happens is when someone starts training them or when they start going through any YouTube video, immediately their brain shuts and their brain tells them, come on, what are you doing here? Don't you know that you can't program? And something of this sort happens. So the solution that I can think of is Please come out of the preconceived notion and everyone will have some sort of logical thinking within them and you need to start somewhere and start small, be consistent and each and every baby step that you put towards your goal will matter and when you do this repeatedly, at some point of time, I'm not saying you'll come to a position where you'll be able to build anything but I'm saying you'll come to a position where if someone asks you to build something, you'll be confident about the process of searching for the right thing finding the right documentation, going through it and trying to figure out what that has to be built and start with a few lines of code and eventually you'll build it. And the next most frequently asked question is, people say that they get overwhelmed by looking at the different types of errors that they get when they start building uh, things in Salesforce. And my answer to this question is, all of us, we have been there and the best approach to this problem is, try copying your error and paste it in Google. Just do a basic search And I'm sure the links that you come across will be from Stack Overflow. Try to open a couple of links and try to understand the answers. Just see if the question is properly answered. If it is answered, then just try to look at the answers. You'll try to get hang of what exactly is happening, what is the error that you are doing and things like that. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. All we need to do is we need to be good at Googling and things will be fair and simple that way. As I've mentioned earlier, I've been programming since 10 years. But then if I come across any new error, That I don't know of. All I do is I just try to copy it, paste it. I'll perform a basic search and then I try to understand what exactly is happening behind the scene and I try to fix it. So that is pretty much common. And start searching with the errors that you come across. And the next most frequently asked question is Do I need to have any prior experience in Java? The answer is no. But if you have any experience with Java or for that matter, any OOPS-based programming language, it will be definitely an added advantage. But if you're not good with any of the programming languages like Java, C, C++, that's absolutely fine. You can start building your OOPS fundamentals using Apex. And I have also published 7 to 8 videos on basics of OOPS in uh, Salesforce development. So you can just go through it and try to get a hang of how things work there. Let me sum it up. It is not a mandate that you should have prior experience either in Java, .NET or any other OOPS-based programming language. Having said that, if you have, it is good, great. If you don't have it, it's absolutely fine. You can start building your fundamentals on OOPS with Apex framework. And the next question that I often asked is very common, and that is, do I have to remember all these syntaxes? Because there is something called Visual Force, there is something called Apex, there is something called Lightning. Oh my God! And there is a new thing which is published in the last week, which is Lightning Web Components. Do I really have to remember all these syntaxes and attributes, tags, and class names? The answer is absolutely no. Once again, if you take my case into consideration, I really don't know all the syntaxes. Uh, whenever I need to build something which I'm not uh, sure of, then I do a basic Google search and uh, I'll be shown few links to Salesforce documentation. I just try to lift some programming syntaxes from there and I try to make use of that. That's absolutely fine. Or the next approach that you can think of is I use a text expander. So text expander is nothing but a piece of software where you have and a value. So whenever you key in the key, it gets the value which is associated to this key and it shows right in front of you in your PC or Mac. For example, uh, if there is something called dang180r, it gives me aura attribute and name is equal to double quotes. Likewise, there is one more key which I often use which is BMET. When I use this key, the value that it returns is public void, name of the method parances and curly braces so you can make use of some shortcuts like this and i don't know if a text expander is available for windows however i use a mac and there are text expanders like typeinator text expander Text, and things like that and i have a ton of snippets stored in my text expander it really boosts up my productivity so that i don't have to actually remember everything in spite of having a very good text expander very often i try to Refer the documentation when it comes to attributes that you use in Lightning tags or Visual Force tags. And I try to get a hang of what attributes are available, what is their purpose, and things like that. Because the documentation changes very frequently, and it is very much required that you refer the documentation again and again. So, well, the answer is you don't have to actually remember all the syntaxes. It's a pretty usual and common thing to refer documentation when it is required and try to make use of things there. And the last of the top five questions that I usually get asked is, is certification a mandatory thing? Uh, Well, my answer is no. But this answer varies from person to person. Personally, what I believe is your skill matters a lot rather than having a certification. Having said that, as I've mentioned earlier, different people will look at this in different possible ways. So however, if you have a certification, it is well and good. But ultimately, what matters is your skill. Let me take some time. And let me try to emphasize something here. Do not get into this vicious circle of getting dumps and taking up your certification because that is not going to take you anywhere. As I've mentioned earlier again and again, it is ultimately the skill which is going to help you. I would say, better don't have a certification rather than doing it that way. So, to sum it up, what I would say is start building your skill set, post which you can think of giving up your certification. And as I've mentioned earlier, do not get into this vicious circle of taking dumps and writing your exams because you're not doing any good to yourself. And before we end it, let me try to pull a shameless plug. In case you want to learn anything related to Salesforce, may it be admin or development or integration or lightning experience, you can check out my course. I have a website which is www.salesforcecast.com. You have monthly, yearly and lifetime membership. Since the holiday season started, if you want to pick something up and if you want to start building your Salesforce skill set, then i would say now is the time because you'll have close to 10 to 15 days of vacations so that's all for this session and stay tuned i'll resume back with one more episode